is a miracle, doc, they counted me out Moment of truth, counting it down I'm that dog story, was down for the count Back on my feet, back with a mic, back on the beat Back with a fan, let it bang in the streets The game on lock, I stand with a key Standing my ground, I am planning to flee Standing my ground, I am planning my feet Taking a stand, embracing my destiny, shaking his hand What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Thursday Night CrossFit Talk The original Thursday Night CrossFit Show we are here live again, as we are every Thursday night. Uh, so good, you could, so glad you could be with us. Um, it is the start of the season, opening day. It all started off today, but we have a sure lot did. to talk about, and I don't know what order we're going to do it in. Notes are in what order, but I'm leaving it up to you guys how you want to kind of do this rundown. Um, how have you guys been this week? Go oh. Ahead. And we have Carolyn Prevo with us, who we're hoping, we're hoping will be a regular contributor to the show um, throughout the season. Um, we're putting that in her court because um, I know she's a busy athlete and teacher, and uh, but we love her uh, input. And when you're on the comments, ask for you to keep coming back. Awesome. I'll try. I'll try to do as many as I can on Thursdays. <clears throat> so we. Yeah, I had I had a good week. Um, Tuesday here was like seventy degrees. It was insane. Um, went outside for a run. It was, it was just gorgeous. And then that night it dropped to like twenty and terrible storms, like hail and lightning. Um, and then it snowed on Wednesday, so it was great. Yesterday was freezing again, um, and it was still pretty cold today. So yeah, just that normal Michigan weather. Yeah, I um I got up for my procedure Wednesday morning and I w woke up to text messages from my nephew who lives west of Columbus asking if we were okay. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he goes, you didn't get the storms. They apparently went right around us. Oh in my Columbus. gosh. And Julie and I didn't wake up at all. Um, we, we slept right till six o'clock before I had to go to my procedure. Um, but apparently they got hit pretty hard. So uh, the tornado tornadoes may have touched down. West wow. It's been really windy here the last couple of days in, in Toronto. Yeah. So, um, so glad that they kind of went around us. That was a stressful morning anyway. Didn't need to add um, no. anything to our plate that day. And how are we doing now, Scott? So yesterday I felt great. Um, finished the procedure, um, felt like a million bucks all day long. Um, and then I'll show you, I went to bed. I woke up at one o'clock in the morning last night and I will show you why real quick. Uh oh. Uh, so I don't know if you can see that. Mm -hmm. That is where they shocked me and it burnt my skin. It looks like you tanned with like, you had like a cell phone or something on you. <laughs> so that splotch started to hurt at one o'clock in the morning. Itchy or hurting also? Was it itchy at all in the burn? So the same one is on my back. So they had a pad on my back and a pad on my chest when they shocked me. Um, the one on my back is itchy. The one on my chest hurts. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know why the difference but we were digging around in cupboards looking for aloe um, last night. 
at one o'clock in the morning. We found some. Um, it seemed to make it a lot better at that moment. Um, and it's been better today. My back is super itchy, but the front is, the chest is okay. You need one of those like scratchers. Lex got me yeah. one. It's like a long scratching stick. Those are the best. So that <laughs> happened. The best. It interrupted my sleep. And then I went to work and now everything is flushing out of my system. Like my heart is pumping right. So now like it wants to get rid of all the toxins. So my sinus is filled up today and I've been blowing my nose all day. And I it just kind of stopped now, right before we went on the air, which is thank goodness for that. But I still feel a ton better. It's just I've got to get over these little hurdles of recovery to kind of <laughs> get clear of it all. Because last mm -hmm. night I I did the the interview with Ariel and then I went out and met a prospective sponsor, which I'm wearing uh, one of their items now. And I don't know if you can see the, the cool little logo with my name under it. Yeah. Um, it's Thick Boy. They are at the Arnold. They are right across the aisle from Rogue. So, mm -hmm. so great place. Uh, and uh, yeah, so felt great last night and then all that. Today, just trying to get through everything. And then hopefully tomorrow we're past a lot of this. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Are you going to go by the Arnold at all? Or? Uh, I'm going to try. Because um, I, I walked today a little bit. And it's not my lungs or my heart. Man, my muscles are so sore just from the inactivity, like hips, back. So I'd like to get get moving a little bit more and at least go down, maybe get a couple interviews in. I know Charlie's going to go down tomorrow and try to get some interviews um, there from different athletes. Jamie's going Saturday. Um, and then Sunday, maybe I'll go again. Um because Charlie's actually competing in the pump and run on Sunday. He is. What's the pump and what's the pump and run? Because that's the name of a challenge for Rogue, and I'm, now I'm curious what the, what is that? So it is a 5K, but you start with bench press, and you bench press your body weight as many t reps as you can, and, the, and, and then, with that you get that much time off of your 5K. And I think it's like 10 seconds a rep. It sounds about right. Okay, so I'm looking at something like that for the Rogue Challenge, probably. They haven't so then, announced what it is, but they'll probably, I don't know if they'll do that in a shuttle run for an online version. Just because 5K shuttle run? Some sort of shuttle run, not 5K. Because I think there's a lot of cheating that's going to happen if you don't so, make it into a 25. And people are like, oh, I went around the block or this distance. <laughs> they had cheating in that Rogue Challenge a few years ago when people had to run 400 meters like 200 there, there and back. And these people were running and like slow jogging, like a one minute 400. I was like, yeah. So, so this no. is a traditional Arnold event. This has been around for like, a, like 20 plus years. Cool. Uh, uh, is, and so that is the pump and run last year for rogue. They did the pump and row. And then we did it at Polaris, which was a lot of fun. It was a 2000 meter row after your bench press. Um, it's the same challenge they do for the challenges. Yeah. So, yeah. so in, I don't know. The, if they, it's in my back pocket now. All right. Yeah. I'm trying to see. So, yeah. 
Um, and so Charlie's doing it. He is one of the best bench pressers I've ever seen in my life. So I'm just worried about his run. That's all. <laughs> and and at one point he was a great runner, but he has a new hip. He has like things going on. So I don't know if it's going to be a dumpster fire or not, but I want to get some, at least some footage of the carnage if it happens. That's exciting. Okay. So super exciting. Big event in Columbus, 70,000 people in one place. It's insane. Yeah, I've never been. I'm excited. I've been once and it was dead silence. It was during the pandemic and I had the rogue um, deadlift challenge. And the only people, it was actually cool because the only people that were there were the athletes. So you got to watch any of the events that were going on. You didn't have to worry about a crowd. Any like You just showed up, you watched this, you walked there, you saw the athletes, you could talk to the athletes. So I had a different experience of the Arnold. Yeah, I was there that year. I was judging the um, affiliate, whatever they call it, the affiliate gathering um, for CrossFit. Um, and it was just the people competing and the judges. And that was all that was there. That's crazy. Yeah. And from years past, it was so weird. It was so bizarre. Like, cause it is, it is utter chaos on stage. Great. Awesome. It is. That's when you're going, Jamie. Yeah. I got to leave at like 4am to even get there at a reasonable time. I can't even imagine what parking is going to be like because it's the busiest day. Um, so we'll be lucky to get in there by nine, which I think is when it starts. So the expo doesn't open until 10. Oh, good. Maybe we can leave at like 5 a.m. Um, yeah. If you're not there in the morning, like the garage is full. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get on the road early so we can get there and be there. And then, yeah, I think we'll stay the night and go a little bit on Sunday, too. Probably leave about 1 o'clock. Yeah. The Disney yeah. World of sports. Yeah, I took my, <laughs> my daughter wanted to go one year because I used to work security for the bodybuilding. And so I had free tickets. And then I took my daughter one year. She never wanted to go back after that one time. Like, it was just too oh, many people. No. She I wanted like to go see Half Thor deadlift. So we did. Yeah. <clears throat> so, Carolyn, how was your week? Same old teaching. I was correcting some math stuff tonight, and then this is a nice break to my corrections. Um, training's going well. I'll end up doing the open workout probably tomorrow. I watched our... 67 year old member today do the workout right after the announcement um she normally qualifies to quarterfinals of masters and she's excited about the changes for the number of people because i think she'll be able to make it to the semifinals this year so um hoping to see that and uh, yeah so that was exciting today watch her do it that's awesome <laughs> speaking of that 65 plus um I've been talking, Lana's been sending me messages just because she's like the nicest pe person on earth. Um, and they're doing their adaptive crew and she is going to send us, she offered to send us some footage. I need to write her back and say, yes, please do. Yeah. Footage of 
uh, some adaptive athletes do in the open. Um, That'd be awesome. Plus, this is the inaugural year of trying out the 70 plus age group. So, but they're not doing it on the on the leaderboard of um, the games, though. They're just inviting the top 70 year olds, the top 10 70 year olds. Is that yeah? You have I, to put in hashtag. Okay. Whatever, so that you can be grouped. Because because that population knows all the hashtag stuff, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> They're down. Oh, that's <laughs> the technology in that crew. I remember Jim had the, one of the judges like sent something back and was like, I think basically the music either blocked it or did something. And they're like, you need to send that in with no music. And I was gone. And Jim was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> it was a disaster. <laughs> the it guy sounds- sent him like instructions, but oh, man. Yeah, that sounds like my member, the lady that does it, and always like, can you upload it? This, yeah. that, how do you submit it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so this open workout is all that I saw so far. I didn't even see foundations. They do have a cute butt psycho shirt. It's hilarious. I may be getting that one. Um, yeah, it's a good shirt. Uh, all I saw was scaled was a lighter dumbbell and that's it. I didn't see anything about burpees being differently. So like for our gym population, like almost everyone would be able to handle the 35 and 50 dumbbell. There'd be some cases, but like it's the burpee that like our members need to step burpees. And I'm shocked that scale does not step. I didn't notice. Unless I missed, unless I missed something. It is, it is not step. It is jump over the dumbbell. I mean, that makes no sense. Hmm. That's the workout is burpees. It is. Like, that's what you need to scale. See, I'm, to, me, to me, if you have to scale jumping over a dumbbell, then it's probably foundations. And I didn't see foundations. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe there's a different, a totally different, like, Foundations is just burpees. No jump. No jump over. And it's 25, 25 pounds suggested dumbbell, but it says do whatever is in the foundations. Do whatever is yeah. for you. I'm surprised that foundations is burpees. I'm surprised it's not the no push-up burpee. Where you're like just going to the plank. No, I'm not. They want foundations to be able to get to the ground and get back up. I agree. I just know that like some of our members that would probably need to do foundations probably need to like just be going, stepping down to like a plank and stepping back up. Or we're going to be there for a while. Like we're going to be there for all 15 minutes trying to do some burpees. Yeah. Oh, you can do elevated burpees. Well then, so that is an... That is a yeah. Foundations is pretty much just suggestions, where the coach kind of modifies for the athlete. Yeah, I just then I would have rather seen scaled be a a workout people could move faster through. I, what I don't want to see is like my members doing a burpee every twenty seconds because they have to jump and they're so like literally so out of breath. I'd like to see him go get down and up and stepping and stay moving. I still am confused by the whole, it 
it's not a two foot takeoff, but you can't step over and like where that gray line is. I, I still don't understand it. Like awful. I'm not sure what that even means. Just means you cannot, you need both feet in the air at some point is what I'm assuming before it lands. Right. Is that. That is correct. But it is horrible to judge. Yeah. Yeah. To me, yeah, it needs to be both feet need to be over the dumbbell at the same time. That's how I think when they try to do this or the barbell or whatever it is, when they're trying to do that, like, sure, the one foot might like take off slightly later, but both feet need to be going over the implement at the same time. That's how I would write a standard so that you aren't in this little like doo-doo where it's both are off, but they're both off like over here. Like one's on this side, one's on this side, and this one's coming. I mean, you're you're doing a modified skip that for like a point one second has both feet up off the ground. And that is not the same as getting both feet up and over, even if one trails by a half second behind. And then you have to land before putting your feet or your hands down on the ground. But I don't think there's even anything that's written on that, but they should write that. So you can't just flop it down into like an all. You must land on the other side prior to your hands because if – if they don't write that, you could technically flop. Yeah. Like, I'm just saying. Don't, don't. So, I'm with Andrew on this. They need to do what Legend says. Just get over. Stepping isn't faster. Right? This is the open. They've reduced, they got rid of all the tape. They got rid of all the floor plans. Just get over the, just, just like they did in, with the box step up or jump it was your choice but step ups are going to yeah. be slower right like well just- yeah yes i mean this is what i said when i was guessing a possible workout with like the bur- the row and burpee over the rower and like i said at, at you make it whatever just get yourself over the rower so there is no like trying to judge that um May- and yet- a few years ago did it like that where it was just like get over the rower as long as you're not going around the rower, didn't matter. You could step over, you could jump over, whatever's going to be faster for you. If you want to step over and that's faster, then you step over. Yeah, but that's yeah. further away from like the whole community being able to do it. Um, back to what Jamie was arguing, and I wanted to argue against her, is that I think 90% of the population can jump over a dumbbell. And we shouldn't dumb that down even more for the few people who can't. That's what foundations is for. It is lowered to the ground than the barbell. So it is. It's, I mean, a 25 pound dumbbell or a 35 pound dumbbell is not very big. And they could literally put their foot up in the air, almost be at the other side, and then. Yeah, that's what you're going to end up getting, and people are going to end up skirting line. And I don't want to see that. Then just make it whatever it is. Just get over the darn dumbbell. So Kenneth asks, from a non-cult member, why is it allowed to stay bent over when doing the burpees for these jump overs just for speed reasons? Usually when it's a lateral burpee, you don't have to clear the hips. If it's a bar-facing burpee or a dumbbell-facing burpee, then you have to clear the hips. No, right? no, you stay, you stay super low on any, unless it's a burpee, burpee to a target or just a burpee. Or a burpee you aren't jumping. Jump. Okay. 
burpee box jump you have to open up your hips at the top burpee box jump overs you can stay low burpee or bar facing burpees you can stay low lateral burpees you can stay low the only ones that you have to open the hip is to a target or a regular burpee without anything else or a burpee box jump well that's because it's the box jump and yeah. the box jump standard is standing literally only burpees burpees to a target or burpees are where you have to stand up open up hips and shoulders the truth of the matter is ken is that this is so carolyn can finish top five because she's really good at this technique it's good staying low <laughs> ready for it um i mean it's hard to catch your breath and so you have to be fit enough to do that <laughs> just don't breathe yeah. Well, yeah, you got to go fast enough. You have to be fit enough to to maintain that. Otherwise, you'll notice in longer workouts of bar pacing, there are people who will end up kind of standing up and hop and jumping over because they've gone too fast and they have to start slowing down and breathe. So I have the work up, workout up. Let's hear it from you too. Like, what is the strategy for this? Um, is it something you expected? Is this a surprise to you? Um, I'd like that the mushroom actually made sense and I mean, in it the did way it. he described did it. it. Did it make sense? Well, he did. No. And it was like this, like it, it expanded as it came down. Yeah. yeah. I can do that to anything I write on the board too and say, Hey, here's my mushroom. <laughs> but it's yeah. nice. That he had, that's the first time he included his clue. Right. It yeah. was way better than things in the past. Yes. 100%. Let's, let's be honest. Um, I'll give you that. So anyway, so how would you guys attack this? All gas, no brakes. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's unbroken. You just, have, it's going to blow up your back. I've heard <laughs> it's going to get grippy too. After you're done the set of 21s, you're done 42 reps. You have 40. You're, almost, all, you're all, you're basically halfway right there. So it's like, exactly. if you have it in you on the second part, that's when you can like burn it down. Um, you can lose it in, that, in those first 21s. Um, you can always go faster at the end. If you go too fast to start, then it could be a little bit risky there. Yeah. But if you know your capacity and you're able to hold on to that pace, then you can, you can push. So, Carolyn, did you do 18.0? 0. What's that one? Yeah. So, immediately when Dave started announcing, I he, he goes 21.59, dumbbell snatch for Bielva Dumbbell. I was like, oh, we're doing 18.0? Well, I couldn't remember. It was like the what year that we did was 0. .0. It was the week before the open. And I was like, that was like a three-minute workout. Because um, I did it. I did it with my son. It was five years ago now he's littler um and I gotta find my video I have not had a chance to do that because I want to pull that up but I remember it being about three minutes so I, and then and then he you know spends five minutes going over the progression and I'm like all right so double 18.0 so it's gonna be six or seven minutes I may have done it but I don't remember spot on. I was, I was like I was spot on with the time it's um, familiar so yeah it was it a year where they did like a practice run he did the yeah. week before the open started. He oh, he's had a workout. I actually am shocked he didn't say eighteen point zero, um, because like I'm that was my second year, and I was like so gung ho about the open 
Um, and I just remember that came out and I was like, I am doing this. I'm figuring out like, maybe it's going to lead to something. Um, but yeah, I did. It was, it was I, like a pretty I, made week it. I, I remember something like that. I just don't remember if I did it or not, but you were probably too good for it. It was like for us noobs trying to. <laughs> it, uh, I, I for sure have it. I need to find, find 18 my time. Had, 18 had the dumbbell, the, the, First or second one had the dumbbell front squats with the uh, with the burpees on that one. And yep. Yeah. Uh, Kenneth, who's been a member now for eleven months, uh, new favorite show of the week. Don't tell Coach Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. So the difference of that one obviously was twenty one fifty nine. So it was twenty one alternating. Um, and I re like. I need to, I really need to find the video so I can like look back and see how slow my, I like digressed over that workout. But, um, I, I like the staying on the one arm should technically be faster, but it's also going to like blow that grip up. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. That was my next question is doing them all on one arm. How does that change things? You start with your weaker arm always. I do. I do in every workout. Because under under more fatigue, you want to be stronger. Yep. You can you can switch your arms, like after you get through the yeah, twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. After you're done your twenty one, if you want to start with the other arm, you could. Um, mm -hmm. I'm a little bit ambidextrous, so, but my left is just a little bit weaker, so I always start I'm left. Yeah, I usually always start with my right, but I ex I expected burpees in week one, but I didn't think this combo would come back up just because they they had just recently done that, that combo of like the burpees and the dumbbell snatches. So I didn't expect this combo. I guess when you said the couplet, what about you? Did you did you feel the same way, Jamie? Yeah, I fully expected burpees. I've made yeah, my members burpees. do burpees three times in the last six days. They were getting mad. Um, but I was like, we're going to be doing burpees. There's jumping of some sort. Well, um, but yeah, I did not really expect to see the dumbbell snatch again. When I, when I looked at the cap programming and you saw, so they had a, a heavy clean and jerk because I received the cap programming from my school affiliate. Uh, you had a heavy clean and jerk. Then you have a double dumbbell uh, shoulder to overhead today or with some shuttle runs. And then there's double unders at the early week and the next day. So I'm like, Heck yes, no double unders. And then a lot of vertical pressing. So I'm like, okay, there's nothing shoulder to overhead. And then you saw the last couple workouts, but there was missing a hinge in that week for cap. And I was like, there was no burpees. So I I, I figured it was going to be a light barbell snatch, like a 20.1 was my guess. Yeah. Like a light snatch and burpees, which I love that one as well. Um so something like that. So when this came out, I was like, oh, you know what? This actually made sense for what was programmed on cap in terms of like the movements that were there. And then if you look at next week's cap program, they had burpees the day before, which makes sense because it's the movement that's already going to be used for week one. Mm -hmm. so I study that stuff. <laughs> so uh, Coach Krispy Kreme, uh, Jamie's coach. Uh, hurt himself today. Oh no! I'm assuming you just did the workout. 
And I would like a text message with your time so I know what Heard physically or emotionally. That's a you gotta be more precise there, Tristan. <laughs> or Patrick. Is it is it Tristan or Patrick his name? Tristan. 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 He did the workout. Yeah, you better be texting me. <laughs> um emotionally. So, okay. So we all know in a twenty one fifty nine it's the fifteen that that gets you. Is there anything you can do going into those 15s or do you just have to, to grunt through it? I think it's a second set of 21 burpees. That's going to start the workout. I think the second set of 21 and the first set of 15s for the burpees, like that little chunk there is that's going to be the, okay, do I can, can I continue at this pace? Do I just like that's going to be where you're going to be analyzing your <laughs> your state <laughs> during the workout. And once you get past that first set of 15, you see the ending, I think. So I think that yeah. little chunk of second set of 21 burpees, 15 dumbbell snatches, and then especially, especially the 15 burpees, like those three sections together. That's the workout. Yep. I totally agree. Because really, when, it, when they got to the nines, when Jeff and and Alex and everybody got to the nines, like it, like went fast. Yes, it was over quick when they hit the nines. Right, and if you looked at their reaction, they all kind of had that same sentiment that it it went by very fast at that point, and they almost wished that they pushed. I think a little bit more. That's what I felt mm -hmm. like looking at them. Like I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm a little nervous of going out too hot. Um, I love, I love burpees, but there's kind of a lot of them. And if you go out too hot in that 21, that's, yes. yeah, that's danger zone. So you both are going to attempt it tomorrow, most likely with a repeat later in the weekend or no. I'm going to see how I feel tomorrow after work. Sometimes after a long day of work, it's not the best for me. So We'll see. I would like to do it tomorrow. I want to do them all once. This is one where, where I'll look at the leaderboard on Sunday and see whether I want to redo. Not for any, like, and the only way I would redo it is if I feel I can get a top score. If I don't feel I have that, for, if I already see a bunch of numbers that are, like, above and I don't feel like I have that in me, then I'm just going to move on because it doesn't, like, the open doesn't matter. It would right. only I would only redo if I'm if something happened or if I feel like I could win it. Hey, yeah, that makes sense to me. So Jamie, are you doing it tomorrow and then team getting together Sunday and maybe redo? Or if I, not, we will I will be doing it on Sunday with the team. Um we I like I'm not going to save my attempt for Sunday only because I'm going to have been on my feet all day Saturday and Sunday at the Arnold. And I don't think that's a good idea. So I'm going to try my hardest tomorrow. And then I don't know, maybe, maybe competing alongside them at the team will give me a different fire, but I have to have an attempt at the affiliate. So I, d I need to go on Sunday and do it. Okay. Um, so I'll definitely do it. I'll definitely do a run through on Sunday with everybody. Um, and and then in like next week maybe i will only do because i only want to do these workouts once 
Like I, there's just no reason to be doing them twice. Um, and I don't really want it to mess with training right now, but like, there's the only reason would be ego for people. Like if they're not happy with their performance and they're just like, they don't want to put, or if you're going for money, like that's it. Yeah. If you're, if you're already in that 25%, like there's right one. Right. Like, but people don't want to move on because it's like an ego thing that you want to like perform better. Yeah. But really, do you need to? No. Can you right. learn from it? Sometimes, yeah, for sure, you can learn from it. Sure. So I guess it depends on the on the situation. Um, you could also argue practicing a redo here could practice a redo for quarterfinals. If you have to redo stuff for quarterfinals, like it could be a good tester there, I guess. But people just want to train, I think, through the open, which is mm -hmm. the most important thing. Mm -hmm. So I have to do some serious soul searching this weekend um, because 21 50 pound dumbbell snatches is very doable for me um, if I take my time. Um, and then a, a couple burpees here and there um, is probably doable for me uh, just to keep my streak alive for 12 years. Um, but I have to be careful too not to push too hard and not to to have any setbacks. So lots of soul searching this weekend. Um, and do I stay in my lane? It's what does the streak matter at the end of the day? Like I've been doing it since 2013. A lot of people get injured and take a year off. Um, you know, it is what it is. So mm -hmm. my next question is who in the field of the professionals uh, is going to be good at this? Colton. Colton, Justin, Noah, Chandler, Scott Tetlow. Oh, Tetlow. Uh, Tetlow and Jack Rosemont and Justin, Ann, Justin, will, yeah. Justin will do well. Pat Bellner, too. Those are my yeah. top picks. Bigger. He got yeah, we already know Noah went, so. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, there's Noah. Uh, posted time of 5.51. And Chandler has uh, 4.49 or 5.49. I'm actually shocked that Chandler beat Noah. I'm not. Chandler's one of the best explosive athletes off the ground. Like, I, Noah's burpees are so burpees. fast. Chandler's yeah, they so both do. good at burpees. So good. I think it was on his story, maybe. Oh, no, right here. Yeah. I love Wex's uh, comment, <laughs> the, the gif. Like, oh. The gifs on stuff is so funny. Makes cracks me up. Ugh, even he makes it look like it's going to hurt. There's gonna be, for the elites, there's going to be a big bottleneck. Like in that low six, high fives. It's just all going to be a cluster there. Like one second is going to be huge. And then, like, I was just, I was just looking at the standards, and it's a face away from the dumbbell. Like, I, I, because I saw, I didn't, even, I missed the beginning of the announcement because I didn't know you had to face away from the dumbbell to start. And then I saw Noah, I think, on his story post away, and I was like, oh, let me look at the standard. It's like the first sentence. Like, I don't know why they even do that. They didn't start with their back to the dumbbell in the announcement. It says it in the rules. Once again, they effed up the live announcement. 
Did they not start? Because okay, because I, I didn't know if I just missed the beginning because I didn't remember seeing that from the from the four that went. That's why when I saw Noah have his back towards, I was like, huh. I was like, I don't remember that. I was like, maybe I missed the beginning because I was ch like chatting. No, so one thing. So they they messed that up then. I just want to know how I get the surgery to take my head and put on that body. <laughs> that's 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 all I'm looking for. Oh, so that's why. So that's why Justin, oh. or that's why um, Adler has six thirteen and not six ten. That makes sense because I was wondering why six thirteen was written on the leaderboard when I remember him uh, doing six ten. So there must be a three second penalty for the false start. Wow. There you go. Oh. <laughs> okay. So don't get it together. Make sure you face away from your dumbbell to start when you do it. Yeah, I'll make sure because I want I want to make sure my it's good for uh, quarterfinals. They um, write the darn standards. How do they not get it right the on the females, Hold on for the females. Emma McQuaid. I'm gonna throw it out there. If you look at any of the burpee workouts that I've posted the last few years, she's always up there. I'm was Emma the one who won or was very top 20, of the 20, she won 20.1 yeah okay uh the snatches and burpees crushed she crushed that workout she does well yeah. on, every, on every burpee workout yeah. um yeah Ariel's pretty good yeah. too Ariel does well yeah Emma um, Lawson should do well Emma Lawson yep uh do, what so you know Haley's coming back do you think this is a good one for her to start with I do yep. I do think yep. that's a very good one. Of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. People yeah. that can just like suffer, like just go. Mm -hmm. Like there's a, like if you look at the leaderboard last few years of every burpee workout, like there's a few of us that are just always there. Just, it's the same group. One day I want to say just a few of us will be. It's, in it's the, just, it's yeah. literally, <laughs> it's the same. Like if Emma Carey was there, she would win. Emma it's just Carey. us three. It's just us three, Scott. These no. three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like Emma Carey would crush this workout. We're going to talk about yes. suffer. That girl has just like, if I think of a female athlete that just can suffer, it's like Emma Carey is just damn. Yeah. Let's just talk about this. So we're going to talk about this too right now because yeah. the next thing on the oh is to recap the announcement. Yeah. It was the first year of the Golden Barbell. No real like <laughs> announcement as to what that was. That and, and it wasn't until I talked to Ariel yesterday in the interview that we got that she told me a little bit more about it and I kind of understood it. So what they did is so the winner of the open announcement will get a golden barbell. Jeff Adler held it at the end. Apparently it's a 35 pound ladies um barbell. So he's super excited about that. Um, and you, they added two workouts to it, to the open announcement went live on Instagram yesterday with no preface as to what it was. People got all confused, <clears throat> thought it was the announcement, thought mm -hmm. they missed it. Thought um, it was a leak. And it, and it was just yeah. workout one, which was, um, nasty yeah, girls. girls. So cool. You get four elite athletes to go back and do this legendary workout 
in a very similar style to what was done back in Nasty Girls, but it wasn't promoted. Nope. It wasn't promoted. Then you come in today to the, the announcement. They recap that one. And then they announce the athletes. They they run out on the floor like it's the announcement. And they do 11.3. Three. And made a mockery of this yes. competition by all agreeing to do it one on every 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. So they all finished with the exact same score. And that way they were still rested to do the open announcement, which I don't blame the athletes. 20 minutes later. <laughs> which I don't blame the athletes for coming to that agreement because you want to do well in your open announcement. I mean, I understand that the open doesn't matter, but open announcements are a special thing. Like when you get asked to do one, it means something. And to like, it didn't make the athletes look good though. I'm not going to lie. It made no, them, it did not. Like it didn't make CrossFit look good and it didn't make the athletes look good. I'm going to side with the athletes on this. Yeah, I I mean, like, yes. They were, they were pulled into this thing and not really told much about it. And I think the setup wasn't great for them. Definitely not 20 or 30 minutes before they do like their open workout, which is actually counting for the leaderboard. And, and like Jeff wins the open often. And like Gazan's a top athlete in the open, Alexis Raptis, Brent, I wouldn't say normally is a top five athlete in the open, like typically, but like those, those athletes are, can do well in the open and get $15,000 if they win the, like, you know, like you want them to be able to do their workouts at a hundred percent, not tired from doing like that workout, the five minutes, if they went out hard, like what CrossFit wants them, they're not ready to do the next workout 20 minutes later with the right intensity. I don't think that's fair to the athletes. I agree. And so, so then even when that was going on, people thought, is this the announcement? This is what we're all doing. No, it's not what you're doing. It's just this other thing. And then they finally make the announcement. Now we're learning. They didn't even follow the standards in the open announcement that everybody else is supposed to follow. It's just, it's crazy. So this was supposed to be getting back to the fun of the open, getting back to all that stuff and all this surrounding fluff that wasn't explained gave it a big black eye, in my opinion. And yeah. you have 70 to 100,000 people watching on the stream, and that's what you gave them. As soon as there was commercials and stuff, the, the, the viewing went from, like, I think 110,000 to, like, 70,000 right away, or, like, because they kept putting commercials in the, pre, um, the pre-show. Right in the middle there of the was, Right. There the was a, a workout. But yeah, there was a commercial in the middle of that five minute AMRAP. I was like, that you can't it's a five minute AMRAP, like get through it. That was that was awful. Yeah. I don't know who was in charge of that, but um they need to get a sternly written memo. Yeah. I I'm very curious when they asked these four athletes to participate exactly what was asked of them like how clear they were of 
we're adding in three extra workout or two extra workouts. Um, because I feel like if you were told exactly what was going on and you were, and you were someone like Jeff or somebody who like kind of maybe still wants to win the open, maybe you should have said no and found different athletes. Or I just feel like this, I like the golden barbell. I like now that they've explained the community one, how it's getting voted on or whatever. Like, I think they should have just had that. And like I've said, like get other, get people that were from the affiliate out there to do a different workout beforehand. Show other people working out. Like we don't need to see them try to trash themselves before a workout and before the actual workout announcement. Like I don't, I didn't even understand it. So I'm, I'm the last person that is like, Hey, I want to do it. Like we did it back in the day, but the workout was over. Jeff was interviewed and the broadcast was done. Yeah, I know. Like, where is the post interview with all the athletes? Where is interviewing Castro? Where is um, some other people doing the workout to show us right. like the different versions or the different, like all that went away. Yep. And you're already up and running it. That would be no more cost. Yeah. Like have, have a, have like six chairs with Boz, Dave, the four athletes, how'd they come up with the workouts? How'd they feel? What was like just bouncing stuff? Like they used to always do that. Take questions live from YouTube, you know, that to get that engagement, like none of that was done. And it was, it was very frustrating. Agree. Because all the stuff beforehand, because it wasn't explained well, made no sense. So then you cut it short at the end. And I just, I felt like, let, I felt very let down. Yeah. You know, what would have been cool would have been to like talk to Castro or even the athletes afterwards, but do that barbell workout 20 minutes after 10 minutes after something and see and cause then I actually think some of them, like a few of them may have like pushed and seen how fast they could go. Um, it's definitely probably wouldn't have been the fastest, right? Like they wouldn't have been competing with Froning's numbers, but cause they'd just probably killed themselves doing burpees and snatches, but they're all, in the I think that would have been cool. Yeah. What? They're all in the same situation. Yeah. They exactly. like hit a, an all time PR, but they're all in the same boat at that point. And but I, don't, right. I don't think they should even pick workouts that are like open or like girl workouts or like stuff that people already know the scores and what's a good score. Because like right away they're measured against that. And it's like, are they trying, you know, like pick a new workout that's unrelated that the community can try after or something. Cause I think if you give them like an open workout, you you're already putting, you know, Rich Froning won this workout and he had 90 reps or whatever it was. And then you go and, they do 30 and you're like, Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Rich yeah, really that's what was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was embarrassing. All right. So let's move on from that. And hopefully they learn from this and do better next week. Um, the, the one other thing from the broadcast I want to talk about is, and I hate ripping on broadcasters, but they acted like Jeff Adler didn't win the games last year. Like that dude is fit. He is not just the barbell guy anymore. And to, to be shocked that he was good at burpees and snatches is just really kind of pissed me off. 
I'll be honest. Yeah. Hasn't he won the Open twice? <laughs> I know he won yeah. it last year. Right. I think he's won it twice, him or Pat. Maybe, maybe I'm getting them confused. I'm pretty sure he's won it twice at least. And I, I know people think I'm the biggest Adler apologist, but that that guy won the games last year legit. Agreed. Um, and to act like he didn't really was, was pissing me off today. And he just is not getting the respect that other – like Justin wins at one time and – people were acting like he's going to run away with it for the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. Jeff wins it. And he's look at all the polls. Like his highest rankings, like third. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've never been so like hopeful for someone to win again as I am for him. So that mini riff is done. Um, and then uh, I have on here, should masters adaptive and teens host their own announcements, which I know legends did one tonight. Did they, oh, did they, where I was that so. advertised? Uh, it's on, it was on YouTube, uh, Casey, or maybe it's just on Instagram. Uh, Casey Johnson was going to do the workout live. Uh, and, and it was legends was doing that. I think the teens are doing something this weekend. Um, I don't know how organized it is, but um, I I think they are doing something this weekend. And it and then the wheel wad is doing something as well. Yes, I, I saw a wheel wads. Yeah, I saw the wheel wad one. So I think like it was late to the game and late to announcing that they were doing it. And I think there's been a call this week that they all should, and they they jumped on as quickly as they could after. But um, but it was a little bit last minute. So I'm anxious to see what next week looks like. And hopefully uh, they'll show some more stuff. But until then, so, we're going to try to show some people doing it this Sunday. Okay. Right? That's fine. We can do that. Um, <clears throat> an 18-year-old, a 67-year-old, and a 40-year-old for sure. I don't think Jim not. will be there. Okay, no Jim. But we do have another Masters athlete, and I, I oh, and a former team games athlete, uh, but he's in his early twenties now. Yeah. So. So the so the Masters had just a single person doing doing the workout, just one person. Just one person. That's very strange. Yeah. So Kenneth is reporting that Colton lost his mom today. What? Yeah, he did a little post on his uh, Instagram. I saw that earlier. So we don't even know if he's, if this could affect his season and he's competing or. No. Wow. That's terrible. Yeah. Um, Prayers out to Colton and his family for sure. Um, that's really sad. Um, Kenneth is asking where the, the ages video is. Uh, we'll do it Sunday. Yeah, crap, basically. Uh, it's spring break. So Haley is not here this week. Um, I had a video of Jim and I um, that I thought about doing. But yeah, we'll, we'll make it the open workout. Yep. 
Okay. And Heat One app. How did your picks go today? I have so no far. idea. I gotta go open it up. Yeah, I, I haven't even looked. I, I didn't do it. Carolyn. I know. I I did it at the games though. Um but I also knew the workouts, so I knew how to pick them. <laughs> yeah, you had some inside knowledge. <laughs> Uh, so I picked the Adler and Raptus. I did too. So you're two for two. Yeah. <sighs> nice. Of course. Were Were those the only picks that you could pick for this? Uh, the, no, there's a lot of picks, but we don't know the results yet. Okay. Uh, tar- it tomorrow looks like they're the all Taylor Friday. Style, Pepper. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, an underdogs matchup tomorrow, and then uh, the brackets for the weekend are Jay Crouch versus Jeff Adler. Brent Fikowski versus Roman Krennikov, Dallin Pepper versus Ricky Garrard, Yona Koski versus Pat Vellner. And then on the women's side, Daniel Brandon slotted in for Emma Carey uh, against Laura Horvat, Gabby Magawa versus Emma Lawson, Alex Gazan versus that, Ariel that, Lowen. That's, that's a tough matchup, I think, Magawa and Lawson. It and is a tough Alexis one. Alexis Raptus and Tia Toomey. Whew. It'll be interesting to see how Tia's wrist is because she was saying she was struggling doing push-ups the other day, and there's <coughs> yeah. pushing off. I might need, there. but it's I might need to change my pick on that one. Yeah, I um, so I already didn't pick Tia, um, because I don't think the open matters, um, and it's an open workout, and if she's going to be beat, this is an easy place to do it. But I do want to talk to that. Last week I said. I don't think Tia's winning the games. I have picked Emma Lawson to win the games next this year already. And this wrist injury just shows you what can happen in a season. So those people that are like, if you're picking Emma Lawson, you need to be thrown out of the pole. No, because any it's sport. Injuries happen. Yeah. Like yeah. anything can happen. And I was I was reminded watching behind the scenes this week. Emma Lawson had the leader's jersey on going into the last event. It wasn't until the the event before the last event that Laura overtook her. Right. And if you think Laura has a shot and Emma was that close to Laura, then you're not that far off. And Emma is so young, she can make huge gains in her weaknesses where Tia is who she is. Yeah, I mean, if she's going to continue with this injury, like, there's a definite shot. Yeah, Jody, I think it's confirmed. Sorry about that. I got all ramped up. You're a little verklempt. I think, Jamie, you had picked Emma last year going in for the – Games and I, I was like, no, you're not crazy. I was like, Emma's good. Like she can win. Yeah. And re- yeah. remember, we had this, this. Like I was in the chat and I was like, no, 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 Emma's, Emma's gonna mm-hmm. be up there. And sure enough, she was. She's got it all. She does. I, I just don't think Tia is beatable unless she's beatable. Like she beats herself. Like if she has an injury or something like this. So yes. like, if this continues on and she's unable to. I mean, I, I'm very curious to see how she performs on these burpees. Um, so, 
<clears throat> yeah, she, it's she could take herself out of it. She's two years older. Yeah, it doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. She still beat 90%, 99% of people seven months pregnant or whatever she was last exactly. year. Exactly. She's exactly. still, I think she beat me in like two or three of the open workouts. And I was like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> yep. She's still okay. so good. This she is looks it. This so is far away moment. from everyone that it's just, yeah. So. Yeah. Okay, we've finished pretty much the open. We've beat that yep. horse. Yep. Emma Carey, Kenneth yep. is bringing up. I hate when Kenneth tries to do my agenda for me. It's on the agenda, Kenneth. We're not missing we'll get it. there. G give Kenneth access to the notes, okay? Give him access to the notes. <laughs> He's got some topics. He's going to lay it down for us. Um, she announced today that she is sitting out the 2024 season um, because she wants to prioritize her faith. Mm -hmm. If you watch the Mayhem Hath Athlete podcast with her, you kind of saw this coming. I kind of saw this coming. I shouldn't say you should. What she was saying was a lot of the same things that I heard from Olivia Sulik when I was talking to her about her faith and why she made the decision to leave CrossFit uh, and go all in with that priority. Okay. And so, and they were roommates. Okay. Um, and they both, Dom was there, both of their kind of counselors in this, in this discovery. So the one thing that, that is different between Olivia and Emma is Emma was like, I am coming back. I just have to prioritize things first. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that's, I very proud of that decision it is a very adult decision that she's making, um, to do that. And if that's what she believes and her faith is telling her to do that, I think that she needs to take that step, take a year off, get herself where she needs to be and then um, come back and use her gifts to glorify God in that way. Yes, Beck, we are talking about Emma Carey. So. Lex thrown out there. She thinks it may be more than just that. Maybe a back injury. I don't know. Go listen to that mayhem podcast. Like the writing was on the wall. I haven't listened to that podcast, so I haven't. I caught none of that. Especially, um, especially the last twenty minutes. I sort of thought that was kind of why she was going to Mayhem to be in that environment. Like, uh, but I think so. But, so I think she talks about in the Mayhem podcast about how she always talked about how God was important to her, but she didn't feel like she was living that out that as much as she was saying that CrossFit was still the main thing in her life. Mm -hmm. And so I think she has to remove that for la that idol that, that temptation. she has that temptation to get right with God. And then once she's right with God, then she can prioritize what the rest of that is. And if you're going through that journey, 
Cookville is probably the right place to be. Because, yeah. because Rich did discover a balance that he could glorify God and compete. Right? There are people around her that have done it. So it's it's and with mayhem, you don't know when the interview occurred because they do everything tape delay mm-hmm. and it comes out weeks after the fact. But she um but again. A lot of things she was saying were the same things Olivia said before she stepped away from the sport. And again, they're they're best friends. They were roommates in Naples. So it it didn't surprise me. But I I do wish her well. Like it surprised me in terms of how much I from an outsider perspective, I I know that Emma loves CrossFit so much. So it's like it's so surprising that like to see her at the top of her game, really. She could have podiumed last year. She didn't mess up on the bike, really. She messed up there. And then she just kind of had a poor strategy on the rope climb because she was, like, top three before she missed that rope. Like, you take those two, and she's literally on the podium. So she's at the top of her game. So I I didn't expect her to, I guess, make this decision. But I also know how much she is religious. So, like, like, I, like, I can't relate to what she's feeling at all. Um, but so whatever she needs whatever. to do, I guess it was, so it was just surprising to me. Cause I I'm like, well, can't you like, I just don't understand it because I don't, I don't have right. the same faith, I guess. Right. Um, I, I'd say you probably agree with Lex. So Lex I, I do have the same faith she does and I do understand it. And I, and it's, it's hard for, I think for people who don't have the same belief system to understand that you love so much, you something so much, you have to take a step back from it to put it in the right perspective in your life. If that, if that makes sense. I know. I like, I understand, like, she, I, I understand her perspective, like, like that. She, she like, it became like CrossFit was number one and she doesn't want CrossFit to be number one. She wants God to be number one. Mm-hmm. And she wants to realign those. Um, and, and in her she, like, I, I, I understand what she's saying. I'm just saying, I like, I personally can't relate, but I respect that. Like, right. that's where she needs to go. And like, there's not, I mean, I hope that she's able to come back if that's, in the plans, I guess I should say, um, cause she is a great athlete, but again, if she doesn't come back and she has other aspirations or other things that she'll do, and I'm sure she'll excel at anything she does. Right. So one in her post, she said she wanted God to be the ultimate, like she doesn't even say number one, she's like ultimate, which I think is, is expresses it even more than number one in the interview with mayhem. And we talked about this with Ariel yesterday, or I did. She talks about how Ariel was so kind to her at the Granite Games. And she couldn't understand that. That she was actually intimidated by Ariel's kindness. And as she's grown older, she actually now wants to be like Ariel in her faith. Because she doesn't think she's following the path as much. And I talked to that with Ariel and it got her perspective, which was really cool. So if 
You didn't see that. That that was at the end of the interview yesterday. But yeah, all Ariel was saying was they were tied for first going into the last event at Granite Games. And Ariel said, you've got this. Go out there. Kill it. You And Emma couldn't understand why another competitor would be wishing her well. That's just like good human being shit. What, like I <laughs> Seems like an Ariel thing. Yeah, I mean, it totally seems like an aerial thing, but it also yeah. seems like a good human thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Are, is every elite athlete at the games a major raging bitch? And like, okay, I'm confused. No, not at all. I've, I've only had good interactions with people. But I've Emma had like is more very... interactions with certain people than others, but they've all been good. Emma is a silent killer. And so she just, yes, I get it. Um, she is very tunnel visioned in what she wants to accomplish. And with that tunnel vision, she was keeping God out. Yes. Even though she was saying she was keeping him in. Yeah. So, but the bigger umbrella issue with this is, this is now seven games athletes that have announced that they're not competing in the individual division this year. Females. Females, yes. So Emma announced today, Kelly Baker to start a family, Christine Kohlenbrander due to a back injury, Jamie Simmons team, Mathilde Garness team, Annie Thor's daughter pregnant, and Emily DeRoy team. Seven. So those are seven slots out of 40 that are now available this year. Carolyn, your thoughts? <laughs> there's a big turnaround every year this is this is what happens every year like whether it's injuries or not there's new faces that are going to come and take those spots whether they're there like it's just this happens i feel like every year injuries as, as an athlete who just missed last year do you look at this as more opportunity for you of course <laughs> Not gonna lie, but you have to look who's in the east, who's in the west. Two in the west are out. Does that leave a place in the east? Haley comes back to the east. Does that give us a spot? Like, it depends on the spots that are allocated, of course, um, where people are from, and we go from there. Once we find out how many spots, and it's like, okay, that that number is not changing. It's how can you get yourself in within, you know, twelve spots or eleven, whatever it's gonna be. Um, I'm still not counting out the quarterfinals. Like that's there's making top 40 is. Yeah. You can't have a bad workout. Cannot have a bad workout. And I've had okay. some before. So with the single so, movement, so we'll see. So Kenneth, the, the issue with that of, of just naming names is these are all over the world. Um, Annie in, in Europe, Emily and Jamie in Australia. Matilde Europe, Christine Kohlenbrander West, Kelly Baker West, and Emma Carey East. It's a it. They're splattered all over the, the right. world. And yeah, and three of those are that he named are West, and two are East. And you have two coming back to the East. So it's almost like there's no more spots. There's no benefit to the East. There's, by, uh, the, there's not many spots in Europe no. and the East and stuff. Like it's just not many spots. Yeah, I think the bit the biggest mistake that CrossFit has made in this in this rule changes were the forty 
at the U.S. and Europe regions. I don't. I don't yeah. like that at all. I hate that. Despise that. You're just putting a lot more emphasis on online, and there's a lot of people that do. Like I'm, I'm doing my workouts alone. I'm literally doing them alone on a Friday at the gym right after work and you have training camps and group of people. Like it's just such a different environment. Like people can just do so much better in certain environments that they have access to versus in person. They don't perform the same way or they do perform the same way and other people step up their game. Maybe is what it is, but I don't know. It's a lot more emphasis online. All right. So speaking of, speaking of, where do we want to go? Uh, Tia's wrist injury we kind of touched on, but she was on Coffee Pods and Watts today. I tried to squeeze it in between um, open announcement and here. Um, I They went two hours. Jeez. Um, which shocked me with Tia. Uh, she doesn't do a lot of podcasts, and it was obvious in this podcast that she talked about her trust of the media, that she doesn't trust a lot of the media, and that she thinks a lot of the media is uh, hateful, which hurts my heart. Yeah. Um, because I don't think a lot of the media is hateful. I think we just get a bad rap for a couple people. But she's had the bad. The, she's had some people spot, speak very negatively about her. So I can I, I understand her perspective. Like that's. When people say certain things about you, you're not going to want to go on certain shows. Right. I agree. Um, so she has, she has a valid point as to why she doesn't do many interviews with certain people that like she's, she's always gone on talking elite fitness and she, she has her people that she feels comfortable with and I guess respects their, their media. Yeah, absolutely. What what was so in full transparency, I was not a big fan of her uh, YouTube channel. I don't think she brought a lot of content to the table. But this one, I mean, she was she was very talkative, very open, very transparent. Um and it's definitely worth a listen. Um, just know you're you're in for a two hour ride. Yeah. On that one. Um, and you know, maybe I'm a little resentful because I've tried to get her on the show and, um, she agreed at one point, um, and then backed out last minute. Um, but you know, we'll see. Um, Mal's interview on TEF. Did you guys catch that with Lauren? No. First 15, 20 minutes didn't really do anything for me, but then they, they got into kind of why she walked away. And for the first time, like, I think she explained it in a way that I could understand. Not that it's meant for me to understand. I've said on this show, I want her to be happy. I don't care if she comes back. If she wants to step away, that's all her decision. But she talks about how she could not turn it off. And she would not turn it off until she won the games. And that was driving her into a hole that she just would never get out of. Um, 
And so it took her completely walking away uh, for that. Did you watch her on Be Friendly? I couldn't. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen either of them. I was going to try to catch the Be Friendly one, and then I saw this one. one's like 27 minutes, so it's it's very digestible. Okay. Um, But it's the end where they get into, like, the deep talk. Yeah. Um, I tried to watch the Be Friendly one. It just didn't have any substance for a while, and I was yeah. like, I I got to go. I heard I'm, that. Like, but uh, quite a few people said if you like scroll to like thirty or thirty five minutes and then started, you would it would be better. So I might try to do that. Yeah. Um. Behind the scenes, I finally I finally finished it, so I wanted to give like a last. One Carolyn is like the star of the demo team. She's the uh, only yeah. demo team member that makes the cut. Um, oh, for I am. Teams. You are. <laughs> I think they have Victor Hoffer in there in the background. Yeah, they would have had Victor but... doing some some of the gymnastics yeah. stuff. No. Yeah, but yeah. you you are you the talk. speaking part. Correct. You got, you got all the speaking parts. I'm all. I'm always talkative. Lex lets oh. me know that too. <laughs> Um, so in my opinion, it was very good. It was nice to get back to something like that, but I will say that this show and this company love all the athletes. Like we, we try to interview all the semifinalists. We know all the games athletes as the episodes went on. It definitely funneled down into a handful of athletes. Sure. For the end. Right. And yeah. as that got on, I wanted to know more about others. But again, if I did that, it would be a 24 episode. Do you think it would be hard because of the cuts as well as the field got smaller? There was less people to also interview? Or, and then they focused a little bit more on? Would that be a yeah. factor? No. No, and it, could, and it could be like I wasn't there. So yeah. it could be that the athletes weren't available. Like those athletes that I wanted to hear from didn't make themselves available to the to to Savon and his crew. So I felt like I felt like there was too much Laura. And it and it wasn't so that that was a thing I thought too and it wasn't it wasn't the games based. No. It was their personal feud yes. more than Yeah. Anything. Yeah, I was <laughs> Um, but yeah, I thought it was good. It was nice to have it back, but man, there, there were so many cameras down there. It seemed like so many. And when I talked to Ariel, she was like, I didn't even, I didn't even notice them. Yeah. Cause there were so many. So it's. Or cause Sevan's so little, he, he just kind of. <laughs> she didn't see him at all. I bet you there was 10, 12 cameras up. At they all have, times, like you, you yeah, they had a lot of people. Yeah, not us. Yeah, not us. We didn't get that access. Oh, we did for masters. Yeah, sort of. Not like that. We were allowed to step down there just after they came off to get a final interview. It was not the same. We were not allowed to go back there when they're warming up and get their take on workouts. 
True. We could have had way better footage. If they would have like let us cover some masters, there could have been some cool behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. I would have loved to do that. Yeah. Um speaking of behind the scenes and videos, uh the Haley Hiller video, if you have not seen that, it is so so good. Is very good. When Hiller uses his powers for good, it it can be amazing. That is one of the best things I've seen in 10 years. And I I have always loved Haley Mario. Um and I love her even more after this. And I love her husband too. And their daughter is the cutest she is adorable. Clone of Josh. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. So good. And I love that like they show going to a Globo gym uh for Haley just to and uh, like there were so many parts I loved about it. And um just kudos to Hiller. Like that was just that was awesome. It'd be it's, nice for him to kind of follow her at each stage of the season, like quarters and semis and games, and then just do a little. I mean, of course, it, she'll make it there. She should, but um, just kind of follow her year and see how her mindset is at different parts would be kind of cool to see. Yeah, would love that. And that's that's what we strive to do last year with our all access. Um, and I think what I learned is I had too many people. Like it needs to be more intimate than we even tried. Um, but I, I wanted to do something like that where it was more intimate throughout the season and you got to know all the aspects of every workout and all the way through. And Carolyn was a part of that. Um, and I'm still working on the final cut of the, the games version, which uh, hopefully we'll get out here in the next few weeks at least another episode <laughs> um, to do that. So, um, and then finally, Rogue is going to Scotland. Super cool. Yeah. Interesting. What I love about that is it's such a great test case. Rogue does things so well. It's going to be interesting to see what the reaction is by the fans in Europe that they have an event like what's how is it going to show up how logistically do they set up the equipment where do they get it from you know they've done the european semifinal so they they have like a roadmap already but to do a bigger event well you just know europe is going to show up because if they can do well here games are going to be looking at that and and going to be looking to see can we bring the games to Europe, right? So you know Europe is gonna is gonna show up. Like the yeah. Rogue has yeah. done a lot. Like they're they're always they're leading sure. the way. If you look at the 2020 games or Rogue Invitational when they did everything online and everyone at the same time with the screens and they sent equipment and they sent the judges. Like that was the first time we'd ever seen that from different locations live. And then, and then CrossFit and other places started using that technology and that idea then you have at the rogue invitational this year they had a paid um 
what was the thing that the broadcast you know games are gonna be looking at that and being like what's rogue doing there now now like it seems like rogue is just leading in every thing and then games can kind of see whether that's gonna work and then like it would be nice for the like at the CrossFit Games if they could do that same idea with the bar with the broadcast where you can pay to watch a certain lane or certain athletes, and then I could see it maybe going to Europe in a few years if it works well. So that that alternate broadcast that Rogue did, probably my favorite thing of 2023. I had my laptop hooked up to every monitor I had, so all the different versions I had on a different screen. And I could just move my head around like I'm watching NFL Sunday ticket on a Sunday with all the games and the tailgate party and the alternate um, an analysis and all that kind of stuff was so good. I bought I it. I never watched it. I just bought it to support because I know that if I was not the, I'd want to have that. So I was like, cause I was there. So I didn't really need it, but so I never, I never saw what it looked like. <laughs> So what was cool is they always had like a wide angle of the entire field. So you could, so like I have that on one screen, then they have another screen that is like the people in first and second. Then they have another screen that's from a different angle. Um, But you always had like the base was the wide screen to see where everybody was. Like you could see if someone was catching up or someone was, you know, because so many times they focus on who's in first and second and someone overtakes that lead and they've missed it. They're like, oh, then this person just came in out of mm-hmm. nowhere. And it's like, it wasn't out of nowhere. <laughs> you guys just missed it. Right. Uh, <laughs> what, what I love the best is what I think the one suggestion I would make is if you had a camera like on these two lanes, these two lanes, these two lanes, these two lanes. So you and you could switch between them. Agreed. That I think is the next evolution. Yep. Um, Kenneth is going deep. Uh, yes, it, it even beat out getting to interview Quincy <laughs> Tovar. <laughs> um, I'd love the suggestions um, in the comments about I'm really hoping Scottish Highland Games style events. So that Rogue, yeah, I I didn't look in like I just saw that Rogue was going to Europe, and that was my initial thought. I basically thought they were gonna not do Rogue here and go to the like Highland Games. I so I guess so they're just doing their own event. They're just making a whole brand new event over there. No, it is the Rogue Invitational. Okay, they're so doing Ireland this year. So it'll still be our CrossFit. It's CrossFit. not going to coincide with like, yeah. And, I don't know. Like Kenneth said, it's going to be mental. Strongman is huge in Scotland. Is For it, sure. Isn't it in November, Scott? I can't remember. I thought it was it was later, right? It's October. Oh, I they're moving it? They, yeah, I think they moved it a little further to November or something. If I remember. The, the video they put out is just gorgeous. And I just was in awe of that. So, yeah, I, I would love to be able to get some sponsors and get over there because I think that would be so killer, but without major sponsor changes in this show, <laughs> we will be watching it on the tailgate party. 
because I can afford the 20 bucks to do that. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Sten does confirm it's in November this year. It does make it weird that they always do it on Halloween. Yeah. It is weird. Um, my wife is a big Halloween fan. And when my daughter was little, like if I would have, I actually had a work trip on Halloween once and she freaked out that I was not here for Halloween and my daughter. So I, f I find that odd, but maybe not everybody celebrates like my wife. Oh. I like Halloween. <clears throat> so I think that's everything we got for this week. Guys got anything else to add? No. No. I've just I've got to get through all my open setup for tomorrow for the gym. At least there's oh. not much set up. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. No tape. Just as long as you make them face away from the dumbbell. Yep. Pull out a dumbbell. Give them a square. Yeah. It's going to get like sweaty. That. I do it's like that. That's that they've made that easier this year. That's got to be great for affiliate owners. Definitely. Kenneth is already pumped for 24.2, and he hasn't even done 24.1 yet. <clears throat> To make my students do this tomorrow or not to do Heck it. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> no, I think that'd be too much hinging. I haven't prepared them enough for that much hinging. I don't want to put that on them. Do you do you have to back your kids off? Like, do they want to go like super hard? This group that I have is awesome. I have a great, I have, so I have, I teach grade nine and 10 math, and then I have a grade 11 and 12 fitness class. They're really good. They're working super hard. They're giving it. There's some good athletes in there, but I don't do many, like, I don't do many like CrossFit wads. I, I use what I like the most about CrossFit. I've never taught them any kipping at all or anything like that. Everything's strict. A lot of single leg work and jumping and, um, unilateral things plus the main lifts i guess but i don't do much crossfit like wads i just don't have enough equipment to or space yeah that makes sense do you believe that crossfit should be a part of like phys ed programs it can be why not i mean crossfit's kind of like everything right it's some like right a lot of gym, like a lot of phys ed teachers use parts of CrossFit when they're doing like little circuits and stuff. They just don't call it CrossFit, but it, to us, it, it would be CrossFit. Yeah. I just I want to make sure I add rotational work and, and lateral work because everything's in the sagittal plane for CrossFit. Except for these burpees over the laterals. <laughs> So, like, you love lateral movements because you were a hockey player. You were a soccer athlete. player. You're an athlete. And so that, but but hockey specifically, to skate, you're pushing out, right? Mm -hmm. And soccer, like you're, like I'm cutting everything. So you have to, you have to move laterally in basketball and a lot of sports. 
I just yeah. think like that's the one thing that CrossFit doesn't have. There's no rotational moves and there's not much lateral work at all. Only at the games, if you have a little zigzag or if you're doing a lateral box jump overs and that's really not much, you know? like everything is in this plane. And for a lot of sports, <laughs> there's a lot of movements rotationally. And then just like laterally. So now that I'm not playing hockey this year for the first year in my life and not like, and I'm only doing technically one sport with CrossFit. I want to make sure that I'm not losing certain parts of my fitness that I've done since I was three years old. So I'm like actively at, like I'm adding things to my training. What can coaches do to add that to their programming? Then some of the accessory work like some med balls to the wall, some like anti-rotation, like paloff presses, just like just some rotational work, some, some simple bounding in warmups. It can be in warmups and accessory. Yeah. We at Polaris, we do it a little bit with bodybuilding, like in band work, like mm -hmm. twisting with the bands. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I, one thing I think that would be fun to see in a CrossFit would be like a three cone drill, like as a rep that you'd have to, and, and I don't even know if people know what that is, but in football at the combine, this is the combine week for the NFL. They do a three cone drill and time the, the guys. And it's, it is a super fast, quick, short shuttle run. The five ten five. Yeah. The pro agility. My students have that tomorrow. Yeah. And I think that would be like, is if each one was a rep and you had to do those, it would be adding some of that lateral movement because most of most good people through a three cone drill are moving sideways. Yeah. The good, scores, the, the good scores you have to shuffle. I guess the shuttle runs on the pivots add a little bit of athleticism there, but. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say for Andrew in the warm-ups and the accessory. I just think those are important things to add. Cool. And then the rest cross it's the best methodology for general fitness after that. It's just missing a couple key things. Yeah, we've been doing a crap ton we of barbell landmine stuff. And yep. So all right. All right. There you go. Listen to Carolyn Prevo programming for your kids and your, your classes. All right. With that, um, good luck to everybody on 24.1. Um, we might be back with you on Sunday uh, with some live footage of that and Jamie's team. Um, we will try to post that up as soon as we can once we know for sure that'll happen. And with that, if you want Jim Haley and I, then you're going to want to go live tomorrow. It just, I don't know. We'll talk about it. We can go live tomorrow. I'm here. Maybe. Okay. We'll talk about it. We'll see what time everyone else is going. I don't want to be competing with other streams. All right. Cool. Well, with that, thank you everybody for joining us tonight. This is a lot of fun and we will see you next week for 24.2. Um, and hopefully the broadcast is better on 
uh, how that goes with mm-hmm. that's Colton Mertens and Justin Medeiros live yes. from yes. the Shred Shed. Shred Shed. We'll see you all later. Bye, guys. Good night, guys. Bye. C4 Energy, Extend, and Cellucor are delivering the most effective, best tasting, and highest quality products for you. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at C, the number four energy.com. That's C4energy.com. And now back to the interview.